really thinking like, okay, so what season of my life and in my business am I in? Do I want to go like full steam ahead or do I want to use this time in this transition where we're moving 4,000 kilometers across the country and to really redefine what my life looks like? For me right now, it feels like everything is shaking up. So all of the areas where I was sleeping, I'm waking up from. So it's like, how do I want to start my day? What do I actually want to create in my business? What family traditions do we want? Do I want to work five days a week? You're listening to the Embrace Simplified podcast, where you will be inspired to unlock simpler, healthier ways to live your life. I'm a corporate ladder climber turned entrepreneur on a mission to help busy women feel their best. I'm bringing you real conversation with all my favorites, and we're talking wellness, relationships, money, business, career, and even parenting. I want you to laugh and cry, learn and grow right alongside me. I'm your host, Kirsty. Let's keep it real. Pour your coffee and turn it up. Together, we are going to simplify our life. Welcome to the podcast, Allie. Thank you so much. I'm so, so excited to be having this conversation with you. I'm so glad this worked because I know you have a lot going on right now. And I'm excited for this conversation because I was so drawn to how you are supporting people in their business and growing their business and how you've brought together like all of your experience and what you want to do and how you want to help people. And so I'm excited to to dig in. So why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Like, tell us if they're not already following you or familiar with you, what they can expect and what you do. What a big, vast question, right? <laughs> it's so it's always so interesting because I feel like like all of us, we're so multifaceted. So how can I just like narrow it down into this one beautiful little package. But my name is Allie, for those of you who don't know me, and I'm a brand strategist and an energetic embodiment coach. So I help women build businesses that are in alignment with their soul purpose, businesses that are rooted in integrity and heart that really want to help people make a change and an impact and a transformation in their life. And the way that I do that is really by like merging the masculine energy with the feminine energy. So there's like the masculine of like branding, copy, marketing, all of these things. But then how are you really tying it in to your feminine flow, to your unique energy so that like that's the thing that increases your magnetism and your potency and your presence in what you do. It's the thing that people feel and feel deeply. So if you just have like a marketing strategy, but you're not backing it up with your full heart and your full being, it's not going to land in the same way. So how can how can you really build a business that's in alignment with you that feels so exciting and so fulfilling? And that's basically, that's, that's what I do. And that's what I've really created in my own life. And like you said, right now is a really busy time in my life. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a mom of two and I'm continuing my own journey of alignment and evolution and chasing that. And, it is not for the faint of heart. If you commit yourself to your own alignment and go all in, it is, you know, it's not always easy, but it will always, always blow you away. Mm, I love that. 
you have that, like you, like I said, you, you really pulled me in with something that was like really unique and different. And I think especially online right now, there is a lot of like the same. And so I love that you bring that, like you talked about the feminine energy to what you're doing in business, because I, you know, as you're saying that I can think of myself in like all these different stages of my career and my business. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I probably leaned into that masculine side and for a good portion of my career was trying to fit in rather than like stand out. And I love that you bring those both together. I think sometimes I feel like I'm nailing the feminine energy and like what that is. And sometimes I feel like I'm hiding from it. <laughs> like, total yeah. That feminine energy is extremely powerful. And I think women in general have been so conditioned that it is not like threatening, I guess, but also that it's like too big, too much. Don't go all in there. It's too powerful. And then we kind of like shy away and it's and it's comfortable to hide from that. And that said, it also can kind of go both ways where, you know, having this conversation, people are like, oh, I can see the ways that I really was in my masculine too much. But then when things swing the other way, you can be in your feminine too much. So it's like the the masculine is really like the the logic, the structure, the discipline. And if you have that in your business, then your feminine is held and feels safe enough to like lean back and show up and be creative and be like that wild woman that that's in you, that's in all of us, right? So, so yeah, yeah, there's definitely, I've definitely had that experience in my own journey of like, and even now, like I feel very tapped into my feminine energy and feminine essence, but I know there's parts of me that are still like, is this too much? Like, can I lean in a little bit more here? So interesting. Okay. So if, if there's somebody listening and they're like, I actually don't know, like, do I need to tap into my feminine essence? Like, how would they know? Like, what would there, would there be signs for them that that's something that they could, you know, bring attention to or expand in some way? Mm, I mean, I often think that even if it's like that question or like, am I stuck or why am I stuck? It's like we so much of the time we outsource that question when we really know the answer. So it's like if you just sit and ask yourself and give yourself that space to even set the intention of like, hmm, am I tapped into my feminine essence? Like, what would that actually feel like? Then you'll feel the ways that you're like constricting or holding back, you know, and like some of the ways that I've really leaned into that more is like inviting and prioritizing play in my business, carving up space, like white space to be creative, just playing a song and like dancing in my kitchen. And you know what I mean? Just like letting things flow. It's when when I'm tapped out of my feminine, things feel constrictive. I get overwhelmed. I get anxiety. I'm trying to control everything. And I can like feel that it feels like rigid. Whereas when I'm in my feminine, I trust, I surrender, I flow. It's just like a very different feeling. Mm. And that ease that you're talking about is like so powerful for creativity and like innovation. Like sometimes I will think about the things that I do now to get myself into like a really great place to be able to do like quote unquote work. Those are never the things that I did in my corporate life. Like I would never make an elaborate like, you know, smoothie and like sit on my back deck or like do my hair and listen to music or whatever. And then I'm like that I create like some of my best content when I've like taken that time, like you called it white space or something. And I never 
Never, 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 never. The, I used to call going away to a conference, like white space. And I would be like, oh, when I get out of the office and I go to a three-day conference in like a really stale hotel with those neon lights. Oh, it's like my best ideas come to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What? Yeah. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I love that conversation. And I think that there's like, there's so much opportunity for me. So that's like why I zero in on that. Because I think I've even been thinking about actually getting myself a tattoo on that like side of our body that is our feminine to sort of like remind me to embrace more of those qualities. And like you call it essence, because I think that's still such a opportunity for me. And then anytime I talk about it with girlfriends or whatever, they're like, yes, yes. So I know that's something that women need more of. So, okay. I want to know who are you working with? Like if people are listening and they're like, oh, I wonder like you are a coach to, to what kind of people, entrepreneurs, are they corporate? Like tell us more. Yeah. Typically the people who are, who tend to work with me are entrepreneurs. And it really like, there's a, a large scale on the kind of entrepreneur who wants to work with me, whether they're kind of, they're generally, they're already started in their business and they just desire more like depth, more intention. I know before we started recording, I was saying that when I really dove into my business, I was really conscious of the reality that I could build my business and build it really big and end up resenting it and leading it to burnout. So for anyone who doesn't want to do that or has done that and really wants to like strip back and build again, building it from a place that's really in alignment with you. And then I also work with people who have already scaled to six figures and even seven figures. And, you know, we're just really increasing presence, increasing impact. And again, like doing things that are in alignment with you. There's so many things that we're told and sold on social media, online of what it means to build a successful business, what you have to do. And it's easy to get stuck in your head of like, well, I should do this and I should do that. And look at that person over there. So that's how they're successful. If I just do what they're doing, then that's going to be the right thing for me. And we, again, outsource our power, disconnect from our internal guidance system. Things get funny. Like the energy in our business does not feel clean, does not feel correct. So building a business, it's actually like built from the energetics of who you are is the most powerful thing that you can do. Anybody who works with me, I'm not teaching them my way, right? I use human design specifically as a tool to really anchor them in and give them permission to be the fullest expression of who they are. And that's where we build the business from. Hmm. I love that. Okay, so one of the tools that you use for this alignment, and I I like, oh, there's so much I could talk about here because one of the things that you mentioned first, I'm going to ask you, one of the things you mentioned is like kind of like around clarity and organization, right? Like there's so many parts of us. And once you throw out the idea that you have to be like other people online or you have to build your business like other people, it can get really messy. Like even I, I've been marketing my entire life and I'm like, okay, now, now I'm talking about sourdough bread and now I'm talking about this and like, Oh my gosh, there's a lot going on here, Kirstie. And like, if I was talking to a client, I might be like, arraign this in a little. I can even get really excited. And then sometimes- Have you explored your human design? I'm a generator. Mm, Well, I mean, that's not surprising. I was curious if you were a generator or a manifesting generator. But yeah, Yeah. you like to go. (laughs) Four, six, sacral. Does that make sense? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So get like having a coach- to help you get clear and like clean up the mess a little bit 
so that you have like a cohesive story to tell and a cohesive brand is so powerful. And I think people are like, well, I know who I am. Like I, you know, I kind of understand what I'm doing. And I think they underestimate investing in that way in a, mm-hmm. like, I think they like often underestimate how powerful that is because it doesn't just help you post better content. It helps you in every single place that you go and every call that you have, you go back to those, like that organized way of telling your story. So that, but secondly, I want to talk about human design. So you talked about this being a tool that you use to help people find alignment on the podcast. We've talked very like just briefly about human design, but I would love to know, like, I think the piece is like, once people hear what it is, the next piece is kind of like integrating it. Can you give us some tangible examples? You can even use me. <laughs> like, please use me. Like, I don't know. Like, is there a way to, so for example, I've learned that I'm not crazy by wanting variety. That's like part of who I am. I need variety. But now what? Like, yeah, you know? Yeah, definitely. And also like just to circle back to that thought about like people don't realize how valuable it is to invest in yourself. I think sometimes people think that investing in a coach means that like something is wrong or, you know, you're admitting defeat in some way. But Building a business is incredibly isolating and feeling like you have someone who's like full in with you on your vision is so powerful. And when you're coming in as two empowered sovereign beings for the sole purpose of like, let's make this bigger, let's make this better, let's increase your impact. And like, it gets to be such a fun, juicy collaboration. That's like my favorite space to play in. And using human design is the biggest one of the biggest permission slips to be all of you because you can look at your chart and see all that because especially like in human design, you can see all of your energy centers. And if you have an undefined energy center, that typically means that you're absorbing from people around you, from your environment, the energy is not necessarily yours. So you can see where you're out of alignment or where you're repeating patterns that aren't you. So for example, If you were to have your heart center undefined, some of the patterns that play out there are people pleasing, not feeling like you're enough or feeling like you have to do to prove your worth. Especially like if you're a generator who has a defined sacral, you have a lot of energy to do and give to other people. And if you're saying yes from a place of like people pleasing and feeling like you have to do to prove your worth, you're immediately out of alignment, which is going to create frustration But then you associate that with like a part of who you are and looking at your chart, you can see like, oh, that's not me. That's a pattern I'm playing out and I can choose to no longer participate in that to know that when you say yes from like a full embodied yes, like your sacral response is like a full body, like yes or no. It's expansion or contraction. It's uh uh-huh or uh uh-uh. And you're going to feel it and you're going to feel it like pretty strongly. But the world tells you to disconnect from that. And especially as a woman and as a mother, the world tells you to be selfless. So why would you want to be less of yourself? When you win, everyone wins. So when you're saying yes from that place of expansion, then you attract more of what you want and everybody around you wins because you get to be the fullest expression of you, giving other people permission to be the fullest expression of themselves. So that's kind of how I use human design as a tool of like that moment that you start questioning yourself or doubting yourself and being like, no, you love variety. You know this about your lean in more. Mm -hmm. Or when you have these patterns that trip you up and being like, 
look, you have this going on in your chart. This is what your energy is doing. Detach from that. That's not you. Choose what actually feels correct. So it's just like such a guidebook to be like, hey, this is what's going on. So let's, we don't have to be in this. Let's move over here because it feels better for you anyway. Oh, I like that. I like, I'm, I'm like cataloging questions that I'm going to have to ask you on another call. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets it to really be so like, much fun that way. Yeah. You know, I grew up in like this corporate culture where every personality test and work style test and like everything, we did them all. And sometimes I see their value. And sometimes I wonder if it was like a way to kind of like box you in a little box bit, box us in a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, these are the four things and you're one of them and you belong here. Like, I I wonder if it was like part of a larger strategy, but I really love when I, when I was transitioning out and built, really starting to like think of myself as an entrepreneur. I liked Gallup's Strengths Finder because I loved the Mm -hmm. detail that it went into. And then, and then the next step that I went into was Enneagram, I guess. And for me, human design is like the newer part where like, I still feel like there's so much more for me to learn and integrate. And I was at an event recently with 12 like badass women, like super accomplished women. And I was like, so what's your human design? And everyone was like, what? And there was only one other person in the group that knew what I was talking about. And before I knew it, we were all like on the website and I'm showing you how to look it up. And then you look at this chart and I know there's going to be women listening that are like, I'm going to go online and figure out my human design. And they're not going to know anything. <laughs> you look at the chart and you're like, what? Like, it's scary. It's like a body with all these lines and numbers and and you really need a guide to lead you through that. And this is the thing too, in the same way that those other systems can be limiting, human design can limit you if you allow it. Right. If you get stuck in that space of like, I'm going to consume all this information without integrating you can limit yourself if you, because there's five types in human design, right? So you've like your generator, manifesting generator, projector, reflector, manifester. That is not individualized, those five types. So if you're just going by type, you can also box yourself in. And like human design does go deep, but you don't necessarily have to like go super deep with it. You know what I mean? Even if you just picked a couple of points and you're like, okay, I'm going to work and I'm going to integrate this into my life, then that's going to change so much for you. And for me, I'm a projector. So finding out that I was a projector was like groundbreaking for me, but actually integrating for me was like, okay, how do I listen to my authority? So your authority is the way that your body communicates to you. So yours is sacral. So that's that gut instinct. Mine is splenic. So mine's all intuition-based. Mine is not like uh so loud. Like the sacral is very loud. And the splenic is like, it's very it's old. Subtle. It's very wise. It's more like a whisper. It is very in the moment. It doesn't repeat itself. And it's not really based in logic. So just for me to just focus on connecting to that one part of me was so life-changing for me to be able to do that. Because I was deconditioning from all the ways that I was told that I should make decisions. So when you actually just are making decisions from a place of listening to yourself and your body, like you you don't even have to do anything else. Like just that will change everything for you because you're learning to trust yourself. Hmm. I love that. Okay. So can you give us an example when you had like started to integrate this and what's, is there something surprising that came up? Is it 
what it, did it have to do with moving? Like, I know you're moving. Like, I'm wondering if there's like anything that's been like really life changing that came from listening to this intuition more. Oh my goodness. Okay. So one for context, I live in Ontario and I'm moving to BC. So our family of four is moving across the country. That's been an, a wild experience. And I would not have been able to do that if I didn't already do the work in trusting my splitting authority. And my husband is a generator and he's a sacral and trusting his sacral authority. I would have been stuck in fear. And I, and I know that. So for me, I learned about human design in 2017 and in 2018 is when I really started to like integrate it, probably like late 2018 into 2019. And for me and my business at that point, I was still like feeling like it was an uphill battle, feeling like I was doing all the correct thing, but I wasn't getting the results that I wanted to get. So in this space, looking at what everyone else was doing, and I'm a projector, so I observe, I can see people really easily. I can kind of pick apart these systems really easily. And I have like a marketing background. I know how to market. I know my So I was doing all of these things and burning out and doing all of these things and wondering why I wasn't getting the results. And when I started integrating my projector energy, my everything changed in my business. My business started growing exponentially, way faster than what I ever thought was possible to exceeding what was my corporate income. And then the next year, doubling that. And then the next year, doubling that, you know, like it just continued to go on this trajectory, really came to deconditioning from a generator society that told me that I needed to go and hustle and do. But for me, it was like, I, when I nourished myself so deeply, when I took a weekend away from my family, just to like be alone, and do whatever it was I wanted to do, I would get a client that wanted to work with me. Someone would refer me. Just everything started happening with a lot more ease because I realized that I didn't have to do things like how everyone else was doing them. I could trust myself. I could take care of myself and show up from that place. And it's just like having that evidence, it like all grew on itself. Yeah. So it's like, it's like the snowball of when I started trusting my authority, when I started really honoring my energy, then things grew, which ultimately led to like where I am and creating a life that I quite honestly did not think was possible for me. I spent the vast majority of my adolescence thinking like, I guess I'm just meant to like live a mediocre life. Like I'm not, I'm not good at anything. I'm not talented. What do I have to offer? I, you know, left college just getting some sales job behind a desk, feeling like I was a monkey pushing buttons, you know, and just not even, yeah, not even like valuing myself. Mm -hmm. So to now be where I am today and the business that I get to run, the clients that I get to work with, the life that I get to live with the family I have, it's just, I, it's funny because I talked to my husband and he was like, oh yeah, I totally thought that this was possible and more. And I was like, I didn't, I had no idea. And now I'm living it. Like, I, my life has really blown me away. Truly. I'm so unbelievably grateful. And so much of that had to do with trusting myself mm. and knowing how to connect to that through human design. Yeah. It's so hard to pinpoint a one thing. It was like been such a snowball. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's really inspiring. And, you know, so often we hear like, that you need to have this really clear vision to make everything come true. So I love that you shared that because I think so many women will resonate. We're like, oh, I didn't even know what was possible. 
can actually come true. Like that's, I think that in itself is really inspiring because we don't always know exactly where we're headed or what we could achieve in our life. So yeah, I love that you shared that. That was another thing too with human design. There's two, so you can look at your chart and know if you're a specific manifester or non-specific. So I'm non-specific for me, like mapping out a five-year plan and having that clarity. And for me, like not knowing that, I was like, I'm just not good at manifesting. Like, I just suck at this. I can't write my list. I can't get detailed. Like, I guess I'm just not good at it, but I'm not good because it's not correct for me. I'm meant to like sink into the essence and like the feeling of what I want to create to play with different possibilities and allow like the universe to bring me more than what my human mind could ever think about. You know, I really love the dis, like this new discussion around manifesting because mm. there is like a lot of new ways of thinking about it and talking about it. Like it can be kind of triggering for some people because it, there is elements of like privilege and things like that that play into sure. like some more traditional, like older views of manifestation. Do you have any, like any thoughts on these new conversations that are like coming out about like what you don't need to do and what you should be doing and that kind of stuff? Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like if anybody, if anybody is going to sit across from you and tell you what you should do, run in the other direction. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. My entire philosophy and what I'm all about is that people are way more powerful than what they give themselves credit for. Things can be so much more simple than what you think. The problem is that we overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. We think we have to do this like grand new moon ritual and have it be all fancy. And like, I love that. I've done that. It feels really good and luxurious. Yeah, But it gets to be really simple. You're manifesting and attracting every moment of every single day, mm -hmm. you know, just by waking up and like setting the intention for how you want to feel and what you want to create that day. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're attracting that you get to decide. I think we are way more empowered than what we could ever imagine. So if you just wake up with the thought of like, I am a powerful manifester and I get to create a reality that's going to blow me away. Just having that belief, you'll create a reality that's going to blow you away. We don't have to control it so much. We're so divinely guided and supported. It is unbelievable. Mm, I love that message. Okay, this makes me think about this hot topic that people keep coming into my DMs and wanting more of, more of and wanting me to talk more about is parenting. And I wonder how this plays in because as I hear you talking about it, this is kind of like at a nine-year-old level, the conversation that I've been having with my daughter where she feels like sometimes she's not in control of things and she wants more control. And I've been talking about how we're so much more empowered than we realized. The other night I told her to like, you know how we talk about what we're grateful for instead tonight why don't we talk like think of five things that you like controlled today like that you made a choice about and she was like she starts listing them off and like the whole time I'm sitting there I'm like oh my god these kids have way too much control and way too many choices like she's like I picked what I had for breakfast I picked what I wore and then she gets to like number 19 and I'm like okay so the point has been achieved you're in a lot more control than you realize but I wonder how human design and these like plays into parenting and and do you use it in that way a hundred percent a hundred like from the so my son was born in 2018 and I really started paying attention to their design when he was like four or five months old. And even knowing his design at that age was like, it changed everything for me. So it's, it's been such a powerful tool because, and even in my marriage, right? It's like, 
I know myself and by knowing someone else, I like honor them. I don't try and control them. I don't try and change them. I support who they are naturally and their decision making and how they show up. And my kids are four and six and my son is a generator and my daughter is a manifester. So they are completely different energy types. They could not be more opposite from each other, which has shifted how I parent one versus how I parent the other. And really trusting them. Like, I'm not here to control them or mold them into who I want them to be. I'm here to guide them into the fullest expression of who they are. And when I have their human design chart, this like guidebook that clearly tells me where their strengths are or where they can lean into, it's so powerful. Even like my daughter, she is a splenic authority, which is really, that's my authority which is really based in your intuition. So knowing that like, I just have to continuously connect her to her intuition again and again. And for my son to trust his sacral gut over and over again. And like, there's things about human design that can tell you about their eating habits, which for them is so different. So knowing that I don't have to be like, sit down and you need to eat right now. Like my son will kind of like just he can go longer periods without eating. Whereas my daughter needs like constant food throughout the day. So I'm not trying to control one to be like the other. I get to honor them both. It's made, it's made things so much easier for me. A hundred percent. I love that. Yeah. Because sometimes we need a little encouragement to, to, to remind, like to remember that it's okay to parent one, one way and one the other way, or to, to flex between like what the kids need. And I, it makes me think of like, us as cycle breakers, like parenting differently than we were parented. And yeah. for, I know a lot of people that resonates. And so this might be sort of like, I don't know, another piece of the puzzle or a little unlock or some kind of ease that you're bringing into your parenting. So I wanted to make sure we called that out. Okay. So amazing. I love all of this. I would love to hear a little bit more about how you are giving yourself permission to like be really present with your family. And I don't know whether it's navigating through this move or just like summer holidays, but I feel like this is a juicy topic right now. (laughs) And people that want to bring in like more play, more intentionality, like what can they be doing? I would love to know that. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is like such a relevant conversation for me right now. And I was actually thinking about this as I was getting ready this morning. So I had an experience last year where, you know, I went in and I was like, I'm going to grow my business. and I have all these goals and I have all this stuff going on. And then obviously there was like more lockdowns and like everything that went on with the world was just wild. That I was like, oh, okay. So what season am I in right now? What am I going to consciously call in? And in that moment, I was like, you know what? I'm actually good with where I am right now in my business. I don't need anything else. What I need and desire is more play and more presence. So I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to do that. So I moved into the summer being like, I'm not going to try and build my business at all. I'm going to focus on how present and alive that I can feel in my life, knowing that that's going to expand my capacity to attract more when I want more. And I'm having this experience now where I've I'm going through a massive pivot in my business where I've spent the past two, three years being really like behind the scenes, building highly successful businesses and doing and managing a lot, being like a brand manager and a brand strategist. There's there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that I've been managing and kind of shifting into more of a role of strategy, consulting, coaching, which is my true genius and really 
thinking like, okay, so what season of my life and in my business am I in? Do I want to go like full steam ahead or do I want to use this time in this transition where we're moving 4,000 kilometers across the country and to really redefine what my life looks like? For me right now, it feels like everything is shaking up. So like all of the areas where I was sleeping, I'm waking up from. So it's like, how do I want to start my day? What do I actually want to create in my business? What family traditions do we want? Like, do I want to work five days a week? Do I only want to work four days a week? You know, and really being motivated from a place of like, where am I being called to and detaching from like the ego of it of like, oh, I want to like hit $50,000 months or I want to you know, do all of this. It's like knowing with certainty that that is coming, that that's Mm -hmm. perfectly available to me. But where, where do I actually want to go? Yeah. So I'm, I'm really crafting it all right now. I'm like in such a creation process of just laser sharp clarity and intention on everything that I'm doing and moving from that space and knowing that that will gift me everything that I want to manifest and more when it comes to like the external stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think we all want your confidence in your like <laughs> the way that you like just this is what will be. This is what's coming to me. I think we all want that. And so I hope that everybody goes to the show notes and follows you, but just share with you with us where we can find you on Instagram and your website. Yeah, for sure. So it's Ali Timo, A-L-L-I-E-T-Y-M-O, either .com or that's just my handle on social media. Instagram is definitely my most favorite playground to hang out in. I absolutely love it. So yeah, that's that. Thank you (laughs) so much. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. This is so awesome to connect with you deeper. I appreciate it and you so much. Guys, recently I had the opportunity to take part in the Propeller Experience. And I want to make sure you guys know about this program because I think it's hugely valuable to anybody who is wondering what next in their career, if they want to go for a promotion, if they want to look for a new job, if they're thinking of starting their own business. The Propeller Experience by Talent is a digital program and community designed to help women get clear and excited about their future growth and career opportunities. It's time for you to reclaim yourself and step back into who you really are. You know it. And you need to do it alongside other women who can support you and help you get there faster. To learn more about the program or join, you can reach out directly and connect with Jenny, who we've had on the podcast. You can book an appointment with her at the link that I've included in the show notes, or you can visit We Are Talent on Instagram and the website wearetalent.com. I really hope you guys check out this program. I think it can help so many people. I think it's been so well designed and I believe that it's opening up conversations that we need to be having around flexible work, flexible talent, and more opportunities to make work work for women. That's We Are Talent and it's called The Propeller Experience. Thanks for listening to Embrace Simplified, the podcast. I hope you picked up some inspiration today and that you take action to feel your best. Can you guys do me a solid? If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. It helps more people find the podcast. 
If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, shoot them a text right now and share it. I love getting those notes from friends. And I also love seeing where you're listening from. So please keep tagging us online at Embrace Simplified. Don't forget to subscribe so you can catch new episodes as they drop. Until next time, I'm your host, Kirsty. Remember, you have it in you to simplify your life.